Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. All right, guys, just a little announcement. I'm, I'm doing some clubs now. I want to do some more fun stuff. So March 23rd, 24th, 25th, I will be in Bridgeport, Connecticut at the Stress Factory. It's March 23rd, 24th, 25th, just announced. More importantly, bigger picture, tell a friend about the cast, all right? I mean, we appreciate the loyalty. We got strong base, and you guys are with us every week for years, and we love you for that. But let's grow this beast. I'm tired of seeing lesser casts with more viewers. But more importantly, I appreciate all you viewers. And those listening from various locations. Listeners. To those of you listening. Sebastian show up and running here for nine seasons strong. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's like fucking I mean, uh, days of our lives We're going up there with soap opera. We got, you know, imagine that. The people still watching, bro? I don't, I don't know. know. I did. I see every once in a while someone uh, passing away off a of soap opera, and uh, I remember yeah. growing up with him. My mom used to watch those like religiously every week, and maybe like, geez, yeah. I go, didn't this guy die? It, like in the show, the guy would die, right, <laughs> and then he <laughs> yeah, would yeah. come back as another character. I'm like, who's who's believing this stuff? <laughs> the twin that we never knew we had. I remember. <clears throat> I, do you remember when we were kids how huge it was? When that Luke and Laura were getting married, it was mm. like, oh yeah, oh my. And Luke, I didn't watch that shit, but I remember because when that part was coming out, I'll never forget. Um, I was raking leaves with a buddy of mine for money, and it was the afternoon, and it was on. We were looking through the lady's window because she was watching it. I mean, it was the biggest thing. What was that? Days of Our Lives, and Luke had curly hair. I remember. I think it was General Hospital, I want to say. General, I don't know, General but let's Hospital. get a Google on Luke and uh, Laura, what what uh, soap opera. Bro, I'm sorry, no disrespect to Luke, but yeah. when I saw him, I'm like, yeah, General Hospital. I'm like, I could do soap operas. I mean, the guy wasn't that, you know, I'm looking for like an Antonio right. Sabato Jr. type. This right. guy was like, he's... The hell are they getting all uh, hopped up over this guy? I couldn't believe Laura was marrying him. I agree with you. I totally agree. <laughs> I, he had that real, like uh, uh, Richard Simmons, the, the workout guy, that those tight curls. Oh, yeah. God, I didn't. And Luke was in his prime. You imagine Luke now? Oh God, I bet Laura's hot. Can we anyway. get a? Can we get a Google on uh, a then and now on Luke from General <laughs> Hospital? Jesus Christ. Again, you don't really get this out. on any other podcast. No, 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 bro. They don't, they've already been talking about something up someone's ass three times by now. <laughs> <laughs> My God. They can't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here, oh, here's, here's Luke. Look at that. Here's Luke. I mean, not, not a bad looking guy. I thought it was, I think, I thought it was a little bit. Uh, I mean, I think like, he looks I didn't. terrible. I, Look at that hair. I couldn't put my fingers through that hair when I was making love to that guy. I wouldn't know if I'm grabbing his hair or his fucking balls, right? I mean, he's got pubes on his head. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, no, man. I just, I, I remember him being a little bit more uh, weathered than that photo. But uh, actually, and then, you know, without the curly hair, I think he's a, maybe a, a decent looking guy. Um, do we got uh, anything? Uh, uh, yeah. Now, have we spotted this guy getting groceries at Ralph? Oh, here we go. Wow. What do you think? Uh, I wouldn't even know that's Luke, but Laura aged nice. She's still a very mm -hmm. attractive lady. She's still, I still look at them 30 years later and go, what are you doing with this white-haired guy? Like, 
if they stayed, if they really got married in real life. Oh, they did? No, if they did. Uh, oh. Isn't that weird, bro? Do you think, honestly, though, when, when regular people get married and one of them is really, you know, significantly more attractive? I know we kind of brushed on this a couple of weeks ago, but do you think, uh, do you think they know? As a couple? Oh, they gotta know. They gotta know. Yeah. Like, relatively speaking, in, 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 in your relationship with Jackie, and you don't have to answer this question, but, like, who do you think's winning? Like, oh, yeah, me. Like, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think she's very attractive, but but I think- do you, Do you think she's more attractive for a woman than you are for a man? Uh... I like if do, you were, but if, but not you, outrageously. If, not outrageously, though. Not outrageously. Like I'll put it to you this way: if she came out of the ladies' room at a movie theater, you know how everyone splits up and we kind of meet in the lobby after the movie, and you kind of like you ever see someone come out, attractive woman or an attractive guy, like a good-looking dude, and, and you'd go, oh, "He's obviously waiting on a attractive lady." And then you see three women come out, and one's like attractive, and you're like, they grab hands. You're like, knew it. So. I think if I came out of the bathroom and walked over to Jackie, anyone watching would be like, eh, it's, a, it's about right. I mean, you got a little lucky, but it's about, it's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it's you? Uh, well, you know, take I, the I've fame often... out. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's funny. I was no, looking you look at photos. Uh, actually, I got to send you this photo. I'm gonna send you a photo, I, and I even sent it to Lana, and I had to applaud her for, as far as looks go, and where I was <clears> when <throat> I met her. I said, "I don't know how the hell I landed you." Um, I I look terrible, I, bro. Yeah, I look like when I met Lana. Lana, I look like a lesbian. Did <laughs> <laughs> you, you look like you tra- transitioned impossibly? <laughs> No, full lesbian. No transition. <clears throat> just, just a, just a full lesbian. Uh, well, I gotta find the photo again. No what, show prep. What? No. Just listen. This is part of the show prep. The fact that this is <laughs> we're just doing this on the fly lets them know. You know. Now, I think though what um, is interesting with Lana and with Jackie is I think they looked at us as like uh, you know when you lift the top off an old car in a barn and you're like, and you're not looking at what it is. You're seeing what you can make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? So I think what you was mostly, you're a handsome guy. It's just a lot of fashion problems that just you had to kind of like see past that to see the guy. She's like, she can't ask to see you naked right out of the gate. So she's trying not to see all the shit you wear. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Were you still doing half shirts by her? No, the half shirts I lost, bro. Uh, The last half shirt I wore, uh, as we well know, I think was the uh, Made in Italy stamp. Oh, uh, way back. Uh, yeah, this this was 17, 18. Bro, I used to rock a half top on... uh, I used to have like a routine when I used to cut the lawn at home. It was like, all right, let me start with the half top. Start. All right. And it got a little hot. All right. Bro, I-, I lived my what? entire youth thinking someone was watching me. Right? <laughs> I fucking love it, bro. I hear you. That's like when you wash the car with the radio on from the car. Yeah, all that. Now, by the way, didn't you grow up on like a quarter acre like me? Yeah, yeah. It was a corner lot. So I was exposed. How much land? How much land? I, I, I would say, I don't think it was a quarter acre. Might have been mm, one-fifth maybe. 
one fifth of an acre. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, you, you're so you're like the first two rows. I'll go uh-uh. with the half. Sh- I mean, you no, act no, like no, you're no, doing no. a field. Bro, I I did all the parkways first. I you know there was all there was three parkways I had to do, and then and then the sidewalk, and then you had the main lawn. So I would do the parkways, and then I would let the the mower rest on the driveway and do a crisscross. I would do like a Stallone. Oh, Oh, bro. (laughs) And then I would throw it in the waistband of my shorts, so it would be just dangling off the right ass cheek. Oh, dude, I love the tuck shirt dangling look. I usually went right on the back like I was playing flag football, but... (laughs) But you didn't you have a girl lived on the block that kind of could have been watching at any time? It was always like a little, little thing yeah. with her, right? Down on the street, her name was Kathy. I was hoping that maybe she'd be riding her bike during one of my uh, one of my lawn cutting or, or uh, car washing right. sessions. And, and trust me, Kathy the, uh, was hoping she was hoping too that she'd be coming by right at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love um, it. What a great line. I grew up my whole life feeling like everybody was up was watching me. That's fucking great, dude. We all did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got to find that photo. Hold on. Let me just find yeah, the yeah. photo. Because this is something that uh, I think needs to be seen by all. Uh, when I first met Lana, photo. <sighs> I don't even know how to start this story. So I, I get invited to a party Saturday night. Um, David Zasloff, who runs him. Discovery Plus and HBO and right, that's right. and uh, Warner okay. Brothers, he invites uh, me to Lon and I to his birthday party at Mister Chow's restaurant here in Los Angeles. So I walk in. It's a cocktail party, and. Uh, we kind of make our way in. I see a couple people I know, and then I start to see, you know, some some heavy hitters. Oh, fun! I go to the the bar. By the way, I'm not drinking. I haven't drank in 15 days. Feel phenomenal. Nice. Beautiful. All right. All right. By the way, Patrick, did you get that photo yet? All right. Let, before we get into the story, I got let, let me show you the the photo. Kind of, and we have, look at this, bro. Just look. Can we zoom in on the face and the hair? Oh, this, bro. What is this? I mean, that's wow. that's a hell of a lot. That's a hell of a lot of hair. But there's nothing going on with it. There's it over oh. the ears, sideburns, oh. looking like uh, Elvis Presley, oh. 1966. No, Jesus bro, Christ! I, listen, I'm, I'm I'm you're right. There's a lot going on in this, but I'm blown away at the hair situation. I feel like you know Lana came for the hair and stayed for the personality <laughs> because that looks. Look at that. Mine doesn't yeah. look like that either. That's why I don't like to see old photos of my hair. It's just a little upsetting. But uh, white watch is throwing me. And the, uh, oh, I got a white I, watch on? I think so, yeah. I think I saw a white watch. Which, oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. That's, again, Darn. pre-Lana. I wore the white watch uh-huh. when I did the, the, the interview with you on uh, Alternate Side. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Threw me off. You borrowed your mom's watch in a rush. I, I gotta say though, overall, can we get a zoom out, Patrick? Uh, the jeans look not that. Yeah, it's just a fashion. I'm telling you, it's just a fashion, and yeah. we gotta drop a few pounds. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the white watch, the baggy jeans, get all that off, and boom, bro! I could see it. I I see what she could have seen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, all right, so. Did you now when you though when you go out with someone like that right because it was a bit of a you were set up right someone said thought you guys would make a good a friend a well, mutual friend mutual friend and then I met her at the gym and we started talking it wasn't like a date that we went out and we just met each other on a date I met her at the gym oh. and it was a slow right. pro- progression from there do you remember feeling when you met her at the gym that like I don't know if she's physically gonna think um in her league that, you know that was the thing. I thought, like, I, like I thought I was a catch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Like back then, when I looked in the mirror, I thought, why wouldn't anybody want this? Right? right. 
Yeah. But now looking back at that going, I know why I was single for so long. <laughs> well, you know, there's also the aspect of you, you weren't famous yet, so what's what's the catch? You didn't have medical benefits, you know, you were living <laughs> on a dream. Living on a dream, you know, for all wives to go for it is like shit. All right. All right. I'll, you know, it's I'm sorry, I don't know if I do, would. You do what for a living? <laughs> No, I'm at Bananas this weekend. Oh, I'm good. Uh, yeah. All I do is dream about you. I dream about holding you in my arms and making love to you. Laura, you are my life. I'm sorry, Luke. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. All right, so let me take you back to Saturday night. We walk in, and I don't even know where this story is going to go. I don't know what the All hell right. we could use and what we can't use in here. Okay, right, okay. Let me just lay it down. We're just going to call it the passaway chest. Some of this shit's just going to go maybe archival, and then yes. either I have to pass away or the person I'm talking about has to pass away, and then we air it. Okay. Yeah, maybe something like 30 years from now, there'll be a special TV special with your two kids sitting down and they're going to play for the first time. They don't even know what they're going to hear. And it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> we already got one chapter in the lock. Well, I think I got, don't, don't I have a Joe Pesci story too that we said? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. We, we, so we got two of, I, two I know of and one I wish we had that I did. Jesus, this was, must have been eight years ago. I told you about the guy coming backstage in the wheelchair. In the, in the wheelchair. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, that one, Jesus! I wish we had that. No, you don't, because I do have it. Trust me, no one needs to hear that story. DJ Blue. Anyway, I go stuff. in at the right. bar, and again, I, I, I've been around celebrities primarily for the last twenty-four years, and I've seen probably most of them where I used to work at the Four Seasons. So. I'm kind of used to seeing celebrities, but I'm seeing celebrities now in a different environment. I used to see them when I was waiting on them. Now yeah. they're like at the same party I'm at. Matt, Pierce, yeah, man. Kevin Costner at the bar, right? Wow. Wow. I don't know what this guy's doing. And what is he, about 70? Can we look up uh, Costner? He's got to be in his seventies, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you figure Costner seventy yeah, or more of a sixty-six? Think, I think early seventies, man. Do you watch Yellowstone? Oh man, it's the only show I watch that I'm caught up. Like I don't even like I watch it when it comes out every Sunday. I, you know, I don't I don't do the uh, let a bunch of them build up. Yeah, so I'm totally caught up. And I have to say before we go any further, literally two weeks ago I'm watching Yellowstone, um, and I look over at Jackie and I go. He he doesn't even look like you know. You say, "Oh, someone looks good for their age." I go, "He's like still handsome," and she's like, "Yeah, no, he is." It's like, "Wow." Yeah. Oh, he's sixty-seven. All right. Guy uh, looks Ken. guy looks better than I've ever seen him look. Right. Yeah, he's walking around. Well, okay. yeah, it's the guy. Listen, full dorm, tin cup. I mean, wow. Yeah, no, he, he looked good back then. I'm just saying, for this guy's, he's on, he's done, he's on the Tom Cruise bill. But is Patrick napping over there? Can I see a picture of Karen Costner? <laughs> <laughs> he's on the Tom Cruise pill. Oh my! Is that now that white shirt? Is that literally current? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Sixty-seven yeah. years old. Yeah. And like yeah. could still go to any local bar, even if he wasn't famous, and just take someone home. Wow. Yep. So Man. he's there. I just I'm gonna rattle off the names who are there. Uh, Spielberg walks in. J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, Jason Bateman. 
Um, who else was there? Bill Maher. By the way, I did the Bill Maher podcast. Oh, man, really? I, I, I don't know where to go with this, bro. I'm all over the map here. Wow, man. You did Bill Maher. That's awesome. Did that get? Did you talk politics? No, it's not about politics. It was... Oh. It was... Uh, yeah, that's another... That was, that's another right. story. Who else is there? Bobby Flay. The property... Oh, shit. The twin property, brothers, too? Property brothers, the twin brothers. They're there. Yeah. So... I'll give you an example, kind of who's at this party. So I go up, and Todd Phillips is there, the director, hangover, joker, who I know, introduces me to who I think is a friend of mine. And because he said, hey, you know, and I didn't hear the name. He doesn't even listen to the name because I'm like, oh, yeah, I know him. It's my friend Brett. Yeah. So I went in for the handshake, and as I'm shaking his hand, I'm looking and I go, this ain't, this ain't Brett. This is Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr.? Bald, bald. That's why it threw me off. Yeah, I sent you the photo. Of you and him, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah, he's doing a movie, he's balling. So I'm like, oh, I trip over my words and I kind of like, kind of like, Get out of the not get out of the conversation, but like t- turn to my left and start talking to Todd a little bit. Okay, so now from the cocktail hour, we go. Oh, and this is what I'm thinking, and I don't know if you would be on the same wavelength here. I'm thinking cocktail hour, and then because he rented out the whole restaurant, we have cocktails and then dinner. So my thought is, are there assigned seats? Right? Because yeah. I have a problem when there's not assigned seats because I feel like I'm always the guy that the host has to come up to and go there's two there's two spots over there if you want you know like i, I feel like huh. um at the end of a kickball game or, or sorry at the at the when they're picking teams for kickball <laughs> and then there's one guy left right and then they're gonna, yeah, you could we could come on this side that's why i feel like when sometimes when i go to these parties like yeah yeah your wife could sit over there but then we have another seat over there for you you know like we're split up <laughs> so <clears throat> we had to we had to pull strings just to get you both through the door. So just wherever you see an empty seat, you know, right? <laughs> How many people are at this to give an idea like the the feasibility of assigned seats? Is it like two hundred people or something? Uh, I would say there's a good. Mm, I'm going to estimate seventy five to hundred people. Okay. Well, that's freaking intimate affair, man. Intimate affair. I, intimate I mean, affair. I, I can't. I can't not bump into Costa. There's only a hundred of us here. Okay. Okay. So there's a main restaurant, and then there's one table kind of right outside the main restaurant, and this is who ends up without a seat. And I'm gonna give you the people: Lana, me, Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman's wife. Robert Downey Jr., his wife, Judd Apatow. We don't have a seat, but there's a table outside the party, like just just outside the party. I mean, it's still part of the party, but it's on like right. a little po- pony wall. Yeah, well, so we just the up- people you, the people you told me who didn't have a seat. I, 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 if we all collectively went outside, I'd be happy. I got Bateman. <laughs> I mean, we're yeah, fine. No. Oh, I'm happy we got a lot to discuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be, you know, at least you, you look around, you go, all right, Bateman's got no table, appetite. All right, all right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with some le- legit here. I'm not, you know, with the bassist from uh, the fucking current foreigner band, you know? <laughs> right. So, oh, and Todd Phillips, no table. Oh, so, uh, all right, I, I said... And they're like, hey, do you, um, Downey's like, you want to, you guys want to sit here? I'm like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, this, 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 this is, this is good. So I sit down. I sit down. Me and Lana and Judd are at one end of the table. So we end up talking pretty much the entire night. Interesting guy, this guy. And, and I've met Judd in the past, but really had shed some light on, Raising kids and being in the business and just very, very enlightening. 
on what he was talking about. Because you know what? You know what I've noticed? Uh, being around some of these people that kind of been there, done that, I start like just throwing out like the problems I'm having, whether it be, you know, how much work do you do? How much time do you spend with the family? Do you ever think you're going to lose it all? You know, like just picking these people's brains, which is nice, nice to do because you, there's a little bit of vulnerability there when you start opening up and questioning maybe some of your insecurities when it comes to the business. By the way, I got to tell you, once again, this no drinking for 15 days, I'm able to access words at a rate that I haven't seen since puberty. Really? I don't know yeah, if you noticed I, it. I, but no, I haven't. I mean, it just sounds like regular vocabulary, but if you're blowing yourself <laughs> away, <laughs> fantastic. Puberty is the biggest word you've used so far, in my opinion. But. <laughs> I, I'm not saying word choice. I'm just saying accessing words in general. I'm not oh. saying what I'm saying is, yeah. is, is, is profoundly like, oh, my God, this guy's got an oh, abundant that... vo- vocabulary. I'm just saying it, being oh, able yeah. to find words and right. put them in a sentence is leaps Fat, and bounds yeah. for now, me right There now. is a Tom Cruise aspect to you, this whole show. Like, you're zoned in, you're going, <laughs> and, like, info's coming in. Before you go any further, I just want to point out, not only uh, uh, the, the, the stars that are so specific, they're specific to what I'm watching. Like, I watch Yellowstone. I watch Property Brothers. I always watch Bobby Flay, the challenge show, where they challenge him, a guy to cook with him. Um, you know, so... I'm so, I, at the cocktail party, I would have did a dip and dive. It would have been so beautiful. I already know, because I would have went up to Costa and said, I'm on the couch. My wife's like, why do they only film Yellowstone during the summer? And I'm like, because Costa's only going to Montana in the summer. He would have laughed. We would have sipped. I'll see you later, Kev. Then I'd slide over to Bobby and be like, hey. So sometimes, I'm sorry, sometimes I see you make a faux pas when you're cooking in the challenge show. And I can't help thinking, in your head, you're like, I, I can't beat these people every time. I got to burn something, you know? <laughs> I'd be like, you saw that? Like, yeah, come on. You, you went a little too well done with that steak that time. I knew you were doing it for the chick. I, I think I just would have slid around. Then I would have went up to the Property Brothers, and I would have been like, I had two best friends up growing up with twins. You guys reached a point where you said, "This is we got to separate ourselves." So did you flip a coin? Did you flip a coin to decide who had to go with the beard, or did you just want to go with the beard? <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I said I don't want to do it. I don't want Jameson. <laughs> and then I slide out. By the time I'm standing up, there's no seat for me. They'd all be like, "Sit with me over here." And Downey, did you even? By the way, did you even turn to Downey and do a? Bro, what the fuck? I thought you were my friend Bruce. I'm so sorry. I didn't even recognize you. Or do you, or do you just like... I just how, how do you not share that with him? No, I, I just didn't come up, man. It, it was just... Because I'll get to I'll get to even okay. that okay. conversation. Unbelievable to, bevy of stars here, bro. To, to go back to your twin your twin yeah. uh, conversation, yeah, yeah. do yeah. you think twins actually have that conversation and they look at each other and go... I'm sick of looking like you with the dress and this and that and the other thing. I'm going to go a different route here. Or do you think one morning one twin comes out and they're supposed to wear the yellow outfit and he comes out in the green outfit and the one in the yellow goes, bro, what? what's going on? Right, and, and he right. just goes, it's over. <laughs> we ain't doing this anymore. <laughs> I've often thought like when the when the breaking point happens. Right. Well, you know, Lou, DJ Lou's a twin. Yeah. And, yeah, and he still lives with his twin brother. And you bring up a really good point. Has, it, has there been a documentary about this? Like, has one twin ever wanted to break up? And the other <laughs> twin was like, no, we're a team, and I rely on you. And, and like, here's the other question, bro. The guy in the, in the Property Brothers who's more like flannel, beard, more like the, that kind of guy. yeah. Who, who's to say, like, for all we know, he'd rather shave and wear a suit and tie. And he's taken on a style that he doesn't even love just to not have his brother's style. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He, you think he loves his brother's style, but is going in the opposite direction going, man, I would literally love to wear a suit, but I don't want to look like my brother, so let me put the flannel on. Exa- that's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, you literally sacrifice the true style you want to be, just because you're someone else is doing that same thing 
you know. Mm. And then then there's the aspect of behavior, right? Because you know my buddy Larry, who you had at your house kindly, we had a great time that time for mm-hmm. pizzas. He he's a twin, so they were working at one point in the same area of New York City. Now, when people would go up to my buddy Larry, thinking he was his twin brother, he would always nicely go, "Nah, it's my brother with twins. He works around here too." And they'd always go, "Oh." And they would go back to his brother and say, I ran into your twin. What a nice guy. I thought it was you. The other side, though, my buddy would say, whenever somebody I uh, ran into my brother, he, he wouldn't even respond to them. They'd go, Larry, what's up? And he would just keep walking. And then they would go, I do. I was yelling to you. What the fuck was that about? And he'd go, I got a twin brother. And he don't respond if you see him out there. Because they all have lunch and it's in the middle of the same area. So... <laughs> So he would go to his brother, go, dude, you're killing me, man. You're making me look bad because you you're not being not, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost like you got another you out there not behaving like you. <laughs> so so do you think as a twin, you have an obligation to respond to people if they think you're the other twin? Just on a right? courtesy? I think you do, right? Because sometimes what was happening too is people were saying to him, "Why didn't you respond?" They 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 literally left that scenario thinking it was my friend Larry, and he just purposely ignored uh, him. And it, so, so this, you know, it was a little both. Be, he might be losing friends left and right because of his brother. He says it's affecting business, man. I started meeting. I started meeting, and someone's like, "I ran into you and said hi," and it was my brother. He's fucking not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, here's, a, yeah, here's, a lot here's another that. one a lot. What, when you're talking to somebody and you're a twin and they don't know you're a twin do you have an obligation to tell those people just so you know I'm a twin I got another I got another one of me running around out there or that's a good question I think it's based on how close they live in the area you know what I'm saying? Like, if they live within a five-mile radius, I think you have to tell me you have a twin. So if I'm in a fucking <laughs> deli and I think I see you and it's not you, that would be that would be mind-blowing. Like, can you imagine if you never told me and I'm in this freaking store, you know? So, like, but if the guy lives in Texas and the brother lives in, like, you know, California, you don't have to worry. Yeah. All right. Because my, my sister got twins. They don't deal with the whole dressing like one another. Those twins weren't twins. They were a surgical experiment. Okay, let's go back to the party. So we're talking, talking. Lana gets up, Judd gets up, and then Todd Phillips and Downey come to my side of the table, and we start talking, right? Now, Robert Downey, I know his dad. His dad used to come to my shows at Gotham in New York. Because he knows the Mazzillis, and and oh, wow. we became friendly over the course of, I don't know, three or four years. He always used to come to my shows. Really nice guy. So I didn't know the dad had mentioned to his son, Robert, about my comedy. And then this Robert was telling me that, oh, I really enjoy what you do. and da, 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 da. <laughs> Awesome, man. Awesome. So, and again, you don't know who's out there hearing you or who's a fan or whatnot. So then when right. you start hearing these things, you're like, oh my God, it's flattering. Totally, it's insane. It's, it's uh, yeah. And we have a I'm- great conversation. Me, him, Phillips, my wife, and this, and talking, and that. Before you know it, we're the last ones at the party. Oh, wow. Now, I'm never the last one at a party. Very rarely do I shut down a restaurant. Right, but in this case, we kind of, it was like one of these things where you you lost track of time. A lot of times when I'm having a conversation with someone, I'm going, "Okay, uh, I'm in my head going, what am I gonna say next, or what's the next topic to keep this thing? This this conversation was just a a flow of information, an exchange awesome. back and forth, and yeah. again had some great insight." on Hollywood and, and, you know, his journey yeah. and what he's doing and whatnot. Wow, man. Wow. So, so like, do you ever, though, when you're in a conversation like that, have sometimes something in your head that you'd like to ask, but you're not sure? Like, you know, uh, just a random question, like, if you're doing, when you were doing Iron Man and you, like, 
and you want to talk about a scene, do you feel like, Jesus, is he going to be like, this guy's asking me about a scene? And I'm like, or do you just go with your instincts and just ask what you want and talk about what you want? Yeah, it, it wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't editing myself. If the, if yeah. I had a question in my mind about something that he did, I would have no problem asking him. But it didn't go that way. It went, okay. it went uh, more down the lines of like health and fitness and. We were talking more about wellness uh, rather than maybe like movies. Uh, but I w- did ask him about movies. I was getting advice on like how he memorizes lines and you know what's his process and this whole thing because I'm always kind of fascinated because I got a problem memorizing lines and whatnot. So we exchanged numbers, right? Yeah. Because he has this machine that I wanted to look into that helps with sciatic pain and whatnot. And uh, exchange numbers, and the next day, texting, hey, can you send over that information about the machine? Texting back and forth. I'm watching uh, football on uh, Sunday night. He FaceTimes me. Now, I know how you feel about FaceTime. I feel like... In order to FaceTime you, and, and you've told me this in the past, that you have to be FaceTime ready. Like, you can't have your glasses on. You can't be in your pajamas. It's got to yeah. be a whole setup. I feel like after a certain point in the night, you become unfacetimable. Right? right. Reputations. Reputations are at stake. And there's certain looks I can't be seen with glasses, you know? And then, you know, no, I, you have to text. And say I was gonna FaceTime in like five ten minutes. You around? And then I, and then I go, yeah, hit me up. Then I go get my contacts in, fix my hair, put on a proper shirt in case. Okay. What are uh, you doing? Pressure's on, Downey Junior. Hitting you with the FaceTime. I feel like a guy like that FaceTimes you, regardless of where you're at in the house, how the hell you look, whatnot. I think you got to pick it up. What about this? What if he's sitting there with his wife, a girlfriend, I don't know his personal situation, and he's going, no, I really think he'd be great for the, for the new boss, for the Marvel, blah, 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 the one that I report to. And she's like, he is funny, and there are some lines in there. I think, you know what, let's do it. You're right, I'm going to ask him. Boom, hit you with a FaceTime. You didn't spritz. You just come on. He's like, wow, looking at you like, whoa, this is not the look I thought I was getting. And he decides to go, hey, just wanted to say what's up. It's good to hang with you the other day. And then he hangs up and he looks at his wife. Holy shit. What the fuck? You look terrible. Yeah. I don't know if we could get him in the look. We, You know? I don't know. I mean, that's a... <laughs> Although I got to say, to interrupt myself, I saw your Instagram videos. I, I think you did two at least. Were you early in the morning? It was so oh, yeah. fucking funny and you were calling yourself fat. But even beat up at that ungodly morning hour, you had a cool... Yeah, listen, you weren't, you wouldn't be that bad to roll over and have to face. I got to be honest with you, guy, because that was clearly your wake up face, oh, you God. know. No, it was, so it was... I'm, I'm just saying, I think, um, I think you're safe to kind of answer at any given moment, and you show people pretty much how you look anyway at any given moment. I'm an open book, bro. I'm an open there book. You go. There you go. So I pick up the FaceTime. How many, rings? How many rings? It did took you, me a while to process that he was even calling. I was like, wow, yeah. this is this is quick. Right. Like, who's to say he's not going to go, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I meant to hit. I was trying to get Jason from the other night. <laughs> 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 what if it was a mistake? I didn't even know it. What if yeah. he, he got me and he goes, holy shit, that's the wrong oh. guy. And then he just <laughs> talked to me for 10 minutes. <laughs> just <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that God. would be all that would be going through my head. I let it ring three times just so he has enough time to look at it, and make sure he's calling the right guy. You know, <laughs> you're giving him time yeah. to decide whether or not this is the right call. Yeah, because sometimes you hit, you know, call, and you know it's gonna <laughs> ring at least twice. Then he looks up, he sees Sebastian. Oh shit! You know, he's got a second to get off of that. Well, here, there's a good point. When you face, I've done this. 
when you call or FaceTime somebody and you realize it's the wrong person, or let's say it's a mistake, let's say you take your phone out and all of a sudden it's calling somebody for some reason, right. and you right. quickly hit end, and maybe on the other other side it rang once or twice, and this is what I want to know, and, and uh, like when you start calling someone, right, mm-hmm. and when you hear on your end, is that the first? Is that the first ring they're hearing? Like, yeah, I don't know if it's simultaneous, but I feel like that's letting you know they're getting one ring in a second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is it going on at the same time? Like when I hear the ring, they're hearing the ring, or do they hear a ring first, then I hear it on my end, or vice versa? I want to know. Vice versa, because. When I lose my phone and I call Jackie's phone to find my phone, hers will go, and then my phone will ring. Okay, so we're hearing it. Okay. But do you have an obligation as the caller, if you do a mistake call, to then text the other person and say, sorry, butt dial, or sorry, didn't mean to call you? you, you right. Do, I hate or, that term, butt dial. Or what, whatever, accidental. No, I know everyone uses it, but everyone yeah. uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you send a quick message or you just let it go? Because what's happening on my end is I don't even send anything. I just I'm hoping the other person on the other side goes, Oh, that was a mistake. I got people yeah. if I call them and it and it rings once, they'll call me back. You, you ever get this? Like oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. I want to talk to you. That's why yeah. it was a one and done. Needy, so needy, right? Well, were you calling me? Were you calling me? Listen, even even when someone calls me and it's like, I know it's not a mistake, if they don't leave a message, I don't call them back because if it's not important enough for you to leave a message, then you don't need to call back, right? Yeah, so, I agree. I, I agree. I'm with you. Oh, God. I, don't, I never do that. Text you and go, that was an accident. That's unbelievable, yeah. though. People do do that, bro, all the time. You know? I, I feel I do have to do that to certain people because I know they're going to call me back. That's true. That's true. So it depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah. So now, do you so tell Lana, do you tell Lana, is she around that Downey's calling? Like, do you, or do I'm you just talking Serafina in. I, uh, I had just talked to Caruso and I came out to the living room and I was on the phone with him. I was actually hoping that Lana came in while the yeah. conversation was happening. Right. But she didn't. But by the way, you did a movie with Robert De Niro, so like <laughs> Well what you know, like this you already been this is already your world, you know, but still it's so funny, man. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it is, but I'm not like it's it's strange. It is the world. But Surreal. it isn't. But isn't it? It's not the world. It's weird. I got two, one foot in one, one the other. You know, like absolutely. And I mean, like, you know, for fifty years, almost fifty years of your life, it wasn't your world. You watch yeah. these people all the time. You yeah. grew up so on these people. It's new. It's yeah. it's 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 fairly new. Yeah. Uh, bro. I'm I'm going to the house Saturday. With the family, with the kids, the whole thing. We're going over. He's right. got he's got animals. He goes, I got animals on the property. The kids could take a look at the animals. I got a llama, pigs, and whatnot. Now we'll have an early dinner. Oh my god! So, oh, that's great, bro. This so, is this is. <laughs> go ahead. This is just one more person now that should be at this birthday party for you and Lana that we're going to have at the pool that you have to have because me and Jackie are counting on for a bucket list to meet a lot of these people. We're not having the party. <laughs> Seriously, man? Yeah. Party's off. And I'll tell you why. It's the next story. All right. Bro, we meet like a, we might need like a four episode <laughs> Four episode day, the way this shit's going. Yeah. This, is, this is really fascinating, man. <laughs> Scott, Scott, you know, 
I love when movie stars have what you'd expect them to have. Like Downey Jr. says, I got a llama. I'm like, I'd expect you to have a llama. That's fantastic. <laughs> and if I go to Tom Cruise's and there ain't giraffes, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, man. So is there, you, you sent this cool photo of you and uh, him, and I wouldn't guess in a million years that was Downey Jr. Can I bring this up? Yeah. Because his hair was shaved. And he's got great hair. So is that a is that a movie or something he's doing? Yeah, he's doing a movie, and I think that's why he's bald. I mean, I, okay. I would assume. Yeah. So he was he's telling me he was doing this movie, and he's playing uh, this character. So I, I think maybe that's why. But um, so funny when a movie star shaves their hair. All the other movie stars are like, "What the fuck did he get?" <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> What's he playing that he don't need hair for that I didn't even know there were auditions for? <laughs> and then you go into another, like a diner, and there's another huge star in their head shape. It's an ensemble piece. Why am I seeing Ryan Gosling and DiCaprio with shaved heads? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, is the biggest movie star. Holy shit, these guys. You're hanging with these are big dogs. So Cool. Okay, here's the question. Yeah. What do you bring? Like, as the offering. I mean, uh... Is, I don't know, is you bring something for the llama just to throw them off. <laughs> right? That's it. Llama food. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bag of seeds? I don't know what the hell to bring over there. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. He don't drink. He, he He's a vegetarian. By the way, I'm picking all this up at the table. Like they brought out a little special vegetarian dish for him, right? And I clocked that. I go, okay, vegetarian can't bring him a charcuterie plate. There's meat right. on that, you know. Right, right, yeah. No, it's very limited. But you can bring him like some organic honey. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what these people. You know what I think that should start to be a trend with with celebrities because I know I see a lot of these athletes. Like, I'm sure, like, when Watt retired, I, I, oh, I know for a fact someone wanted one of his guys on his team wanted a jersey signed. You want stuff, right? I always thought if I was, like, a, a star, it would be really cool if stars, when they came to my house, they brought me something personal, you know? Like, if DiCaprio came over and he's like, remember the scene in uh, uh, Hollywood? What was that movie? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where I was by on the car with the T-shirt? Yeah. Here's the T-shirt. This is the T-shirt you're wearing in the scene, right? And then you build up a collection, a room collection. Like McConaughey was over here one time, and he brought the, uh, you know, cigarette holder he had. I don't know, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so I actually took the lighter from the set that uh, I was using in The Irishman at the, right. at the scene where I'm in the courtroom. There was a lighter there. I oh. housed it. You know, I took it. And the back, the pack of cigarettes. I took it just as like a little memento, right? So cool, but, nice. But that that's just like in my little private stash. I feel like when you go over to these people's houses, whoever it could be, it could be it could be a Downey Junior. It could be a very successful CEO of a company or whatever, where they they kind of like have a lot of stuff. And this is what I'm thinking of putting in at my. I'm I'm building a garden over here. I, I want to start living off the land, right? Cucumber, tomatoes. Just I'm, I'm oh, gonna, wow. I'm gonna, have, guys, I'm gonna have a guys. <laughs> lemons. What, what? What do you mean, guy? What? What? Hey, you guys get two weeks of rain out there. All of a sudden, you guys think you can start farming? <laughs> I mean, let's not forget. Two months from now, you're gonna try to turn on a sprinkler to water your lettuce, and and the governor's gonna come on and be like, "No, guy, <laughs> no, we're done with that." <laughs> so. <laughs> So, in two months, I'm going to have a garden. The a guy cool. that's put, the guy's putting the garden together goes, you know, we could have like a, like, like a, like a bee's nest. Like a, what do they call it? Beehive? Like a beehive, like a managed beehive where you could make, they could make your own honey. You get your that's own honey. what I was saying, bro. That's huge. People love that. Hollywood people. Bees yeah, are good Hollywood. for the environment. Organic. <laughs> Seriously, man. 
It's like, so if I came to your house, and you're like, hey, come on, I'll go over to the house, right? We're going to have some, uh, whatever, a little dinner and wine tonight. And I brought you a little little bear, like a little bear jar mm-hmm. of, of my own honey. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the take on that do you if you're making your own honey and you bring it yeah. over to somebody's house as an offering do you say it's from my <laughs> from oh, my you, private collection absolutely i mean otherwise you know he's bringing over honey why don't you just bring over a jar of peanut butter i mean it's gotta be but i listen I'd prefer a charcuterie plate from you if you come into my house because I know you make a dynamite one. But for Downey Jr., if you, if, your honey's not going to be ready by then, but he would. No. that would be a nice thing to bring. That would. Yeah, but you know what? what? Going, down, going down a lot of these homemade products, if I got honey from you from your private honey nest, I go, oh, wow, I, I couldn't wait to have, or I would make it a point to have something that night where I had to put your honey on. Like, I couldn't wait right. to go, oh, right. I'll have that when I need it. I'd make yeah. tea, and I don't even drink tea. I'd make tea right. that night and put just, a dollop of the honey in there just because you brought it over. Right. But with homemade product, right? hmm If someone brings me homemade wine, yeah, that goes in the garbage. It's well, a different. Up, that's a different. Up to now, up to now, you're gonna you're starting to roll with people with vineyards, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if Downey <laughs> Junior gave you a bottle of wine, I'm sure you're gonna let it breathe and dry a glass. <laughs> if you got your own professional vineyard and it's like an it's like a proper vineyard, I I don't want to drink anything with your feet on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Some of this wine's made in the basement, and the whole family goes down there and stomps on the grapes. I yeah. Ain't, I ain't doing it. <laughs> no. I ain't going to see sipping wine and looking at you going, your, fo- your feet now is in my mouth. Uh-uh. I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. Well, a lot of homemade wine is grape juice with sugar added, and it ferments. It's not even like real grapes. So, you know, um... Uh, I'm not into. Know, I, I'm not people you, that brag you, you, about making their own wine. I, this, I, yeah. I, I know people like this. I make my own wine. Good, you drink it. Don't bring that <laughs> shit to my house. <laughs> but you'll try that honey. But you'll try that honey. <laughs> honey, all day, all day long. <laughs> now, now, what about if your garden was done and you had some nice tomatoes, some beautiful lettuce? I mean, some really beautiful produce. You think it's weird to like if you were going to Downey's for a summer picnic or something, just to throw a bunch of produce in a basket? And I would have sort of like and keep the basket too, and just be like, "Hey, this is some stuff I had." Don't you? Well, that's why I'm having a. Uh, that's why I'm doing a garden. The garden is for the, mainly the kids, so they kind of see where food comes from and going to pick the food, and and right. you know, so to kind of give them an education and and a aware with all of what food's all about plus we you know we, we we you know buy a lot of vegetables it gets expensive so we figure eh, we'll grow it ourselves <laughs> plus there's a lot of surplus on a garden and it's not like i'm going to be eating 90 tomatoes i think what i'm going to start doing now just to your point is if i'm invited anywhere a party or an evening or whatnot, I come with a beautiful basket of produce right. from the garden with rosemary. I'm going to grow rosemary in there, lemons, tomatoes. Little, People, little. that's beautiful. Beautiful. I think that's we, a, had a, we had a neighbor. We lived on a dead-end street, uh, the Guglielmones, right? Great neighbors of ours. Tito Guglielmone, the father. Great, great guy, right? Guglielmone. So, yeah. So Tito... <laughs> Tito grew his own garden, and he would come down the block in the summertime all the time. He loved his beer, so he'd have a beer and a cigarette and in a bag. He'd have some lettuce for you and a few tomatoes. And my and my dad, they called him Freddie. Like Freddie, I got some leftovers. I got so much stuff. It's growing so much with the last rain, you know. And he'd always bring over produce, and it was like a beautiful thing. You'd love it when he came over because you were getting fresh produce. So I think 
you taking it to a whole new level with uh, with a basket and with rosemary in it and stuff. Home run, home housewarming. Home gift. run. Yeah. So I think that's Absolutely. what's going to happen on on Saturday. Um, now, uh, so we got to go to Downey's to hang out. God, did you talk to Costner? No. I had really nothing to open up with him about. You know, I couldn't really get into this fucking guy with this this uh, this leaf blower. This guy had the leaf blower outside. You would think he was on the fucking roof with this damn thing. <laughs> right? I don't want these leaf blowers. Why they go, hey, hey. <laughs> Why? Why is right. it on and off? Can't it's just on? No, because like, sometimes you you just need a light little light hit to make it to get it off away from the bush. And then when you got a bigger pile, you want to push it. You give it full power, bro. I, I know where this guy's coming from. Is it unheard of though to go like at a party like this and just go up to Costa and make I I don't want to interrupt you, Sebastian Mascalco, and just want to say yes. Thank you so much for so many great films and loving Yellowstone. And or is it like, you know, heard it a million times and you just interrupted me? Go away. Me and my sister had this conversation the other night. Did I tell you I was on a plane with Scotty Pippen? Did I tell you this? No, man. Okay. Uh, about a month ago, I'm on a plane coming back from New York. I sit down. I go to put my bag up in the thing, and across. I'm on the aisle, and across from me at the window is Scottie Pippen. Now, Scottie Pippen is someone I grew up on. Many memories shared. Six championships, Chicago Bulls. Yeah. The whole the whole deal. Love Scottie Pippen. Now, I text Lana. I said, Scottie Pippen sitting next to me. You know, should I say something? Yeah, say something. I text a buddy of mine from Chicago. Scotty's got Pippen next to me. Should should I say something? Yeah, you got to say something to Scotty Pippen. Now, who's it for? Like, when when you go up to these people, yeah, is it is it for you to say like, or is it when you say something, you're supposed to make them feel good? What is it? Like, why do you want to say something to somebody that might have you've you've watched or had some influence on mm-hmm. you? Who's it for? You? What's this right. guy blowing out there? <laughs> I don't hear. How many fucking leaves do I got? Uh, oh, I don't hear him. I don't hear the. But it's bothering you. But but I won't fire him. He's family. When you want to say something to Scotty Pippen, and like we've all been there a million times, you're pretending it's for them. But you know it's for you. It's for you to say, yeah, yeah. I, sp- I spoke to Scotty Pepper. Yeah, yeah. To so be able that, to say you, yeah, it's for you. That, you. But you, yeah, but we so, like to pretend it's all. He'll he'll like to hear how great he is and how much he meant to my childhood because you know he probably hasn't heard that that much. So that's what that, I'm saying. That, like, yeah, the guy's got you know. Yeah, yeah, the Bulls, and, and then he's gonna go. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. And then he's gonna sit down and go, he's again with the Bulls. I, I don't know if that's that's his take or does he does he feel good about being recognized? You know he's out of the game now for whatever right. ten to fifteen years, and you know he's you know he's, he's maybe not the, the glory years are behind him as far as like yeah. uh, his career and whatnot. And when right. he hears that, does it feel like oh I'm still like people still know who I am? I'm still relevant. Da, 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 da. Right. I don't know. I just left it's it great. at that. I didn't say shit. Because I didn't want to bother the guy. He's right. there on an airplane, right? He's like, right. what am I going to do? Right. Hey, nice to me. Then everybody else is going to hear that. Then right. then I feel like someone goes like, oh, he's he's talking to Scotty Pippen? I could talk to him. Then, then the next person is going to go and go talk to Scotty Pippen because they heard I was talking to him. And it feels right. like now the whole plane <laughs> right. he's going to have know. a line. But doesn't it feel weird to like just get your bag and you're waiting for the door to open and your childhood heroes right in front of you. I'm just gonna sit here. I I'd say more to him if he wasn't famous. Like if if he wasn't famous, I'd have already said, ah, fucking shit weather out there, huh? Right? Like like I'm saying I'm saying less because it's the weirdest thing, man. You know, 
And you gotta think he's sitting there going, six fucking championships, not one good morning, not one good morning. Holy shit, fair weather. Yeah, you know, he's just like taking the window seat, looking out there with a chin. Everybody still says hi to Michael. Holy shit. <laughs> Well, here, here's something that happened. Speaking of an airport, this was uh, last week. I'm coming back from Vegas. I'm waiting for my bag and got earphones on. Guy comes up to me, and I'm like, yeah, he goes, you're from Chicago, right? I said, yeah. He's like, nice to meet you. And I'm looking at him. I go, I know this guy. Willie Galt. Remember him? Wasn't he a wide receiver for the for the Bears? Yeah, eighty five. Holy shit! I go. He goes, Willie Gall. I go, huh? And this one I couldn't hide. This one was like, right. I go, oh my god, Willie Gall. I go, bro. I grew up on you, the eighty five Bears, Speedy Willie, the whole thing. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We start talking. He was in Vegas, and he was at the electronics show, and he's into electronics. He's got a business and whatnot, and, and he's like, do you, want, do you mind if I take a picture? Do you mind if I take a picture? I go, I got to take one of you. My dad's going to shit. I mean, we grew uh, up watching the yeah. 85 Bears. So that was kind of like a mutual exchange, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Which was nice, and, and it, you know, he came up to me, which is nice because I was a fan of of of, of him growing up, but, like, if I went up to Scotty Pippen and said, hey, man, I'm, I'm a big fan, and, right. and maybe he doesn't know that no. I do comedy, maybe right. he maybe he knows. Maybe he was sitting over there going, this motherfucker's from Chicago? Right. Man, he ain't he ain't nothing? Yeah. I know. I mean, maybe could've. it, it could have. <laughs> now, here's, here's another question. Who's to say you and Willie Galt don't have that wonderful moment? And then Willie Galt walks away, you walk away. As soon as Willie Galt walks away, now a non-famous dude, same age as you, goes, fucking Willie Galt! Oh my God, I grew up. Now, do you think he's still as pleasant with that guy as he just was with you? Or do you think he's like, oh, God. <laughs> right? So, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a- Oh, my God. I'll take it. I mean, I don't get it, so I'll take it any time. But, I mean, after a while, I I, and I, I still have nightmares because when I ate with Billy Joel and Kevin James and them, like I said, I didn't say much. I was more right there, but didn't say too much. But then when we left and I went up to Billy and he was wearing a med hat and I'm like, and he's waiting for his fucking car. He's about to get in. And I'm like, Billy, do you were a Yankee fan. I, I, bro, I have nightmares. I can still remember his eyes like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> And he goes, nah, I like them both. Yeah, you know, he's doing that thing like, he's not even looking. He's, nah, I like them both. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I like them both too. Oh, God, get the fuck out of here, guy. That's what he's, you know, I know that's what he was thinking. God, I, damn. I'm playing the Paramount next week. It's sold out. And my guys who book me, they book Billy Joel. So I did it last time too. I was like, hey, send them an email. Tell them to come. Don't tell them to come. So. I would flip trying to get Billy the, off his way, ass to played, come see my stand-up. Have you played there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year I sold it out too. Very exciting. I'm glad they came back. And you, and you got the brick? Got the brick. Nice. Yeah. Nice. They're good building people up over my there. bricks. Building up my bricks. He's like, <laughs> Sebastian has 15 of these. We did, <laughs> And now we're going to build it up with you in my head. I'm like, hey, you think I'm going to sell this place out 15 times? <laughs> 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 No, I like that like, club. That's a good club. Oh, it's Paramount, club. by the Guys, way. It's don't Paramount. rain on my parade. It's the fucking nicest venue I play. It's no club. It's a beautiful theater. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. I mean, you play arenas now. Yeah, no, I like that club. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's like a... It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a nice know. venue. It's a cute little place you got here. Nice venue, because I wouldn't call it a theater because it's like it's not set up as 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 a theater. It's almost very Play unique. small. The, yeah, it's it, cool. yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a very intimate room. I just like wow, bro. I mean, thank you for sharing that story with us because I know as you grow with the and you do more and more stuff, you know, you, you, you're not going to tell us every time you hang out with somebody. But um, what an amazing! 
I, we didn't even touch on Bateman. I did radio once on Sirius XM, and he came on. Uh, and within like five minutes, I'm like, this guy is so cool. Like, he's just oh, a cool, nice guy. <laughs> I love it. We're hanging out with Jason Bateman. This is the Brewer on Lee show. I mean, you're you just got, a great actor. It's like, I understand. You've got me confused no, with somebody. I don't. That's your problem. You're so What's mellow about your you? career and everything else, man. You I'm need a Jewish agent to attack for you. I'm just out here trying to make some money and feed the kid. Jason, That's come it. on, man. We need I more of I play the there, roles bro. they give me to play. What do I? I'm, I'm nothing. You're, I don't write it. I don't shoot it. I stand up there like a <laughs> monkey and I say the words. <laughs> I say the words that they write for me to say. But look at you're making all this stuff up. That's talent. I'm out there. Tell me what to say, and I stay. And I say it. I got makeup on my face, like some poof. That's worse though. I, I, I God, saying dude. what you want is easier because you can't mess up because it's your own words. You, you got to sit there and take someone else's script. Well, you know, lo- thank you, but you know, you, you want to hold on? Is that your no, mom? I, mean, I thought I turned it off when dude, I came. Tell in. your mom you're doing a radio show and yeah. you'll call her back. I know, man. What a baby. God. That that guy's an, that's that's another story. That guy's yeah. a whole other element. Yeah, he's he's hysterical. Cool, yeah, yeah, he was funny, even funny. Quick. Hey, yeah, yeah. His father-in-law is Paul Anka. Yeah, Paul Anka, who used to live eight houses down from me. Not in Chicago, where you are now, right? <laughs> 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 Yeah, my dad used to do his hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great hanging, bro. All right. Great hanging, man. We'll see you next week. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. It's all right. The show has ended. Bro, I, I lived my what? entire youth thinking someone was watching me. Right? <laughs>